0: going on, guys? Welcome back to Everyday Struggle in the Duska Academics and Wayno here. So, I think it's been a little bit challenging for us filming uh, at home. We have to make some sacrifices. Wayno just made someone get out of the damn shower and turn off the water <laughs> so that there wouldn't be any water sounds in the background. That's intense. No, nah,
1: it was just uh, my son was upstairs brushing his teeth. So, oh so I, I, my, He left him daughter, with a
0: toothpaste in his mouth.
2: He's practicing God, listen, good hygiene, and wait, <laughs> tell him not to. Raise. Turn that
0: shit I had
1: off. to tell my no, I had to tell my daughter to tell him to, to, to stop with the water because I can hear it like literally in my ears. Like so, you know. Usually when we record, everybody's still asleep. For some reason, everybody wants to be up early now, so everybody has to be quiet while I'm doing this. It happens. Like, the
0: first time I heard your dog snoring, for real, like during during the episode. Usually I can't hear it, but I heard it a little bit. It's very comforting. It's relaxing.
1: Yeah, even him, he, his ass is wide awake North right Storm. now, too. Yeah. yeah, Something's going on in the crib then, like It might be a party. <laughs> no, everybody's awake. That's the problem. Everybody's up.
0: Uh, yeah. oh, when, <laughs> when got this
1: is hilarious. Because like my oh, shaking. Now my daughter's shaking the table. Don't sit at the table, please. My daughter's shaking, the table, and it's shaking my camera. You cannot sit
2: at the table, okay? Oh my okay, god! Fine. Thank you. Yo, Wayno got a whole situation. This is hilarious. To be <laughs> honest, Wayno, it sounds like you can have like a little reality show. I was watching my new thing. Yo, I'm running out of things to watch on Netflix. The the creator of Blackish, like grownish, Blackish flat. Yeah, she, yeah, that dude, right? He, yeah. he has a he has a like at home, um, like. Kind of scripted reality series, so dope. Yeah. But it's kind of like seeing how like black dudes adjust in Hollywood. It's kind of funny. It's it, it it funny,
1: yeah. It's really dope. I ain't gonna
2: lie. That could be you, Wayneo. I don't know, man. That I could can't be have cameras you.
1: all in the crib going through everything. I ain't really with that. It's you know tell
2: them to delete the footage when you need them to delete it, man.
1: <laughs> Maybe. Well, well see. look, we, we see know act. you broke the deal.
0: We know everyone's adjusting to uh, quarantine life. Tory Lanez has been doing really well with quarantine radio. I think you guys both enjoy the show. But last week we were talking about. Whether this could actually be profitable for him, I, I thought, think you said not really, or at least it's not going to have an effect on his music sales. But Tory told Billboard that MTV has actually offered him a 30-minute segment since Quarantine Radio was so successful. says he doesn't know what he's going to do yet. Do you think this would be a good look for him? Quarantine Radio 2.0 on MTV?
2: I personally think it would. You know, um, I think now is the time that rappers should probably take advantage of you know, live streaming in different environments other than IG Live. Also, you know, like, content in different formats like most of these guys you always look at um these days rappers are so anti-social Tory's one of the only few that you know like when we get a list of rappers that want to come to everyday show we're like this guy doesn't talk this guy says he hates people this guy says he hates himself <laughs> this guy just hates like he does he does he use English like so when we look at the list there's a few people that we see their personality jump off the page Tory's one of them which by the way is very like drastic um contrast to like the 90s, I feel like there was all characters and like bright personalities, whether it was a Cam, whether it, it was like even a Damn who wasn't even a rapper himself. But I feel yeah. like now it's more of the anti social thing for most of these rappers. Tory's one of the guys who he still lights up the room. I think he should take advantage of it. And shit, I just seen, you know, little Dicky, you know, talking about his show and his success. And he basically said he didn't really want to be a rapper, he was trying to find a way how to get into content. And great that he's good at rapping, but I think Tori could definitely do a lot more things. And I don't know if Wayne are gonna like it because he did say Tori was a jack of all trades, master of none. But I like it, <laughs> Tori. Do your thing, bro.
1: No, so look, I want Tori, I think that this would be good. The only problem that I do have with this mm. is I think that going to an MTV would dilute the content because you know, when he with Instagram Live, you know, the, the, the thing that made quarantine radio quarantine radio is it being uncut in your face all types of stuff going on and then the um the the CEO of Instagram is like yo we can't have nudity we can't have this so he had to find ways around that if he goes to MTV which is you know more red tape to cut I'm pretty sure there's gonna be so many things he can't do it kind of takes away from the whole concept of quarantine radio period hmm.
0: that is so a very I, good I, point there are I certain networks that allow a lot more explicit content but MTV is certainly not one of them there's a lot of bureaucracy over there. <laughs>
2: right. <laughs> that is a good point you have about, like, you know, um, yeah, the content would definitely change, and maybe the sacrifice you would have to make to actually still create with them just dilutes and kills the whole brand and defeats the purpose. At that point, it goes from being the cool thing that you have 300,000 people watching every single time to being almost the corny thing, which now you're trying to cash out on check. I don't know. I, 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 feel, I feel, you know... Like, I feel Tory could kind of, you know, balance it a bit. Of course, it would be different because, you know.
0: But do you think he would carry over the audience? I'm not sure specifically who the MTV audience is at this point, but I think it's more the teen mom demographic, which is not really our viewership or probably Tori's. So then they're probably banking on him bringing his audience to MTV as well.
1: I, the only thing I don't want to see happen is quarantine radio turn into ridiculousness or something like that. Oh, you know, so because like I feel like you know, it's it's a great idea, it's a great concept, but if you're not gonna let Tory just be Tory,
2: then it's not gonna work.
0: Maybe yeah. late night MTV like Adult Swim or something. Yeah,
2: I, I think that's you have a great point as well by bringing over the audience. Like you know, shit. I mean, in a lot of formats, um internet audience doesn't just translate to many other formats, especially TV. Shit, right. honestly, maybe. Maybe that would work, but just suited for a different platform. You know, like, I think the audience of MTV and just what they've been doing, um, it's, not, it's not completely in line with what quarantine radio that we see it is. You get me? So, yeah, I can understand that. So, maybe a different platform, but I
0: Either think way, it's a good idea. Tori should get his check. Yes. Absolutely.
2: Absolutely. <laughs> Canadians so, running shit. Canadians
0: <laughs> running shit. I mean, so Boosie <laughs> always has a wild theory. So, he has a theory on how rappers are gonna move forward now that they can't collect checks from doing shows during uh, this COVID pandemic. So he thinks actually a lot of artists are gonna end up back in the streets making money. Here's what he said during an interview with FLAT TV.
1: Half the rappers ain't CEOs. So you don't get the label check, the label check get that to the CEO. You know, so uh, we count on back ends, bro. You know, that's the money that they can't touch. And we really count on them back ends, you know. Cause that's the money they can't touch. So uh, we're in a kind of fucked up position right now. It's just time for the rappers to step up their hustle. You know, most niggas finna go back to the game. What, what, what niggas know? You know, most niggas finna go back in them streets. You know what I'm saying? I just, I'm just glad I got. I'm just glad I got other ways. With some checks coming in right now.
0: So we've already heard Lil Baby say that he told his label to give him five million dollars, or he's going back to hustle. Uh, Some rappers have actually started accounts on a site called OnlyFans, which I just got introduced to. Uh, (laughs) Some people (laughs) post a lot of explicit content on here. I'm not sure what kind of content rappers are posting on OnlyFans. Don't tell you a subscriber. (laughs) I literally (laughs) just Googled it to figure out what it was. So uh, first of all, thoughts on Boosie's theory. Is this unfortunately going to drive a lot of artists back to the streets?
1: I don't think so. I mean, um, yes. and I mean, possibly, possibly. But for one, little Baby was trolling. You know, um, I think, you know, I don't think it drives them directly back to the streets because when we start talking about the streets, you got more to lose now than ever. You know, it's, it's not just you making a couple of dollars, it's you potentially losing your freedom if you start messing with the streets. And if you've been a successful rapper for the past some years and, you know, shows is holding you up, then you might just need to take some of the bread that you have saved and try to find places to put it or to flip it. I don't think that going in the streets is, is the answer because... Then you risk losing. Like, let's say the pandemic is over in eight months, and then you end up getting eight years for doing some shit in the streets just because you're trying to make a quick buck. So I don't think that is going to drive people to the streets, but it, there's going to be some that try to double in that.
2: Um, I think Wayne just gave gave us the the dare counselor answer. Like, y- I should. Yo, <laughs> but, but, <laughs> no, you're so disrespectful honest, the, sometimes. No, this, no. It, 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 I mean. In theory, like and given the opportunity and how you can make legal money in rap and rap and the potential there, like of course you shouldn't be going to the streets if you're somewhat successful at all. You gotta wait aside. You should have saved. You gotta learn how to hustle legally. You don't wanna do anything illegal, of course. That's but that's what I'm saying. That's the dare counsel answer. What happens and again, just and Wayno knows this more than more a lot of people. Like a lot of rappers who we know, you know, um, a lot of them still have, you know, ties to the streets, and sometimes they mix their legal money and their illegal money. So at yeah. times when their legal money starts slowing up, it's it's not saying it should happen, not saying it's preferential, not saying it ain't dumb, but a lot of rappers are probably going to lean into that, you know? And, and again, will, will they get caught up on it? Who knows? But I do see, like, you know, um, it's naive to think, because I used to think that when I saw just – rappers and musicians that they left behind the life of crime and they were just making complete legal money. And then I I seen and got closer to shit, and I realized, for some people, the ratio is like 50-50. Half street money, half legal money. For some people, (laughs) it's 80-20. Let's make
1: sure we add this, Academics. A lot of these rappers were petty criminals. A lot of these niggas was never getting money. Their perspective of having money is watching someone else get money. So the thing is, is that when you start, when 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 people start saying, oh, they might get back into the streets, a lot of them, a lot of rappers is liars, man. A lot of them never been in the streets making money. It's a difference between being a hustler and being just being in the streets to be in the streets. Everybody who was in the streets wasn't making money prior to rapping. So there they we go. Say, now Wayneo's
2: kicking that knowledge. There we go. <laughs> there <laughs> we <laughs> go. Before he was talking, I can tell his kids was around. He was talking that counselor shit, man. They still <laughs> around. They still, they still around because
1: I get them. I get them the same information too. You you play the, the thing is is that, and I always say this: you play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. There's tons of ways to make money within music that it, nobody's talking about making merchandise or selling merchandise. People still want to buy a T-shirt that they can wear. Like I don't think that jumping back into the streets is the way because you're gonna have a lot of Gummies jumping off the, the, a cliff and, you know, and, that they might not be able to get back from before that
2: and, and agree with Wayno as well. I think, you know, going back to the streets, I think, plays, right? So if a rapper is down to like his last 200,000, right? Again, you know, for the regular person who doesn't feel like they have those street ties, again, most of these niggas ain't really doing shit themselves, right? Mm. But sometimes getting to the streets is giving your street <laughs> niggas the 100,000 of your money thinking that's an investment for them to flip. That's the streets, you get me. So again, like <laughs> I would think the smart rapper would be like, "Yo, I'm getting to stock market. Y'all gonna do these like legal things to some of them. Let me take a hundred thousand. Let me hit my man with it. My man gonna do the same third. He gonna flip it. He gonna come back to me with two. I'm gonna rap about it. Yo, I'm <laughs> the yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's, that. that's all of that. <laughs>
1: that shit sounds cool, right? All that sounds cool. But how about taking? a quick little 30 or 40 and investing into a trucking business that's still doing shipping and receiving. That hasn't mm. stopped. You know, that hasn't stopped. That sounds I too good to wrap. them. you it, can't it, really wrap Like, <laughs> I mean, a couple
2: of niggas wrapped about UPS, but I don't know if the Amazon Prime fits in a in a rhyme too good, okay? I'm just saying, man, I want
1: these brothers and sisters to stay safe, man. Act want to send He's, y'all off the no, deep end. No, no. He wants you back in the
2: streets. No, no, absolutely you know I mean? not. No, no, I, I agree with you in... And, and, It's dumb to do. I'm just telling you what reality is because I used to look at certain rappers and be like How the fuck do they have all this money? And then you realize To try to keep up with the facade, keep up with the Joneses They mix a little bit of rap money with street money to make them look way richer And again, it's a dangerous game they play, but you know, in hip hop it's all about like your flaunt your wealth So when you Hmm. show somebody you're rich and successful, they might feel like damn this thing is lit Okay,
0: so so Obviously, this is going to affect rappers, but I'm curious what you guys' thoughts on how it affects the industry overall. One of our fans said, uh, with this current pandemic possibly causing an end to all concerts until further notice, how big of an impact will this have on the music industry, being that live shows how a lot of rappers make a majority of their earnings? We've talked about that a little. Of course, if you're a a billionaire like a David Geffen He's like getting shit on the internet for posting a photo on his yacht somewhere in the Grenadines. You know what I mean? Like if you have that level of money, you're cool. But what about all the other people? The publicists, you know, people who work at the label, management. I think I remember when I was younger, uh, the industry sounded like this very lavish place where you went on private jets on press trips. You know what I mean? And then the financial crisis in 2008 sort of like uh, had an effect on that. And now here we are back again. So what do you guys think the industry is looking like in the next... Five years. Granted, streams are probably up right now because everyone's home watching, well, listening.
1: I, I think depending on the profession you have within the industry is gonna is that that's what's really gonna affect you. So like a publicist, I mean, they still can get placement, you know, because everything that they're doing is digital anyway. So it's like you know, I mean, of course it would be good to have an artist go up to you know come come to see us, but we can still connect with them, so they can still do that uh their their job in that aspect. I think for managers. You know, most managers are smart. Well, I want to just say smarter, but most managers, if they're really competent, make good decisions when it comes to their money. Um, as far as like the the live performance thing, it's still supported by corporate America. Like Live Nation is a big company. I'm pretty sure they're taking hits, but they they're built for it. You know, when when they're paying these artists out like a Drake to do million dollar shows and giving out these crazy deals, they got a hell of a pot. You know, so I think um, they have a lot of essential workers in there, even though. We we might not see you know them in venues. There's still a lot of people that move things around, especially with act. Maybe you could add some of this for me. You know these live performance things. I'm pretty sure that the people who are behind the scenes at a live nation or any of these other you know venue companies are probably putting those pieces together so that we can see these type of things going on online.
2: Yeah. Um. So it's kind of like a mixed bag when it comes to industry. Like I I know people like specifically where like you know like in most corporate just settings, like a lot of budgeting and just like getting paid because no matter, even if you feel you're a salaried employee, um, shit kind of works off what the company's making quarterly. We in the second quarter right about now. You feel me? And, And what happened is this shit started at the end of the first quarter, right? So we're in the second quarter and if income ain't looking to, you know what I mean? Again, also artists may not be putting stuff out, like, this is where you're going to know your worth. Because, again, sometimes when, you know, labels g- get a huge roster and they got to get a lot of people to support those rosters, sometimes they get a bunch of other people that might not be all the way necessary. Those people, you getting out of here. And, I mean, that's happening everywhere, in every industry. So you see those people, like, sometimes they might be let go. And, and, you know, the freelance game is a huge thing within the music industry. Actually, it's just entertainment, period. Some of those people, it might be harder if you, you, you don't, already have something going because like to some level like artists at first artists was trying to wait it out they were like yo we're not trying to drop within the coronavirus all of us say uzi you feel me now we we see like th- th- like there's still a little schedule going on but it's still a little bit toned down so of course the staff is going to be toned down a little bit i think everyone is learning new skills and this is a big importance of this whole time right it's like learn to adjust artists got to learn to adjust right for all the artists who used to just go out and pick up bags, and that was the easy way to just keep your family fed, and you weren't even thinking like you know some artists be like, yo man, fuck, I don't care about seeing money from streaming, or I don't care about publishing, I don't care about all this other shit. I only care what, like I'm gonna always be rich by going to the club. Well, that's not the case anymore. So those people are adjusting. People who work within like say a Live Nation, yeah, of course now they gotta they gotta go hard to try to get these opportunities. They gotta work with people who are um um. Software developers, or they got to be involved in trying to set up virtual concerts or something of the sort. But you know, um, to some extent, like a live nation, definitely could could handle the hit. It's just how many employees will they keep on for how long? You know, yeah. uh, that that's always the the question. Because if it's two months, cool. If it's till the end of the year, half y'all niggas got to go. Sorry. <laughs> yeah,
1: this is gonna be. Tough, Sorry. Man. It's gonna be tough. Yeah, uh,
0: let's let's see how it goes. The government is still. Pretending to try to help workers right now. Uh, so maybe you guys could give some quick thoughts on this new NBA Youngboy album. Well, project, excuse me. It's called 38 Baby 2. Uh, this is a follow-up to Still Flexin', Still Stepping from earlier in this year. And before he dropped this, he actually said he's never going to release a song or album again until I'm in a better situation. Maybe you guys can also share your thoughts on what that means.
2: Uh, listen, I love Youngboy. Young eh, eh, he, he's on the... the, he's on the... He's on the gangster scale of like the little Zans, right? So the little Zan is, is like bi- super bipolar, but like niggas just look at him as soft. Like, Young Boy is the gangster who also switches Whoa. moods like this. You get me? That's true. Like, people look at That's why they were testing him with a Tupac thing. Wayno, don't do that. Let's not act like niggas look like little Zan. Is no, I'm, Lil yeah, Zan. I'm not talking
1: about little Zan. I'm talking uh, about you gonna put an NBA, NBA Young Boy and little Zan in the same place bipolar. emotionally? Yes, the bipolar. Same- they're
2: both really? bipolar. They're both hmm. bipolar. Okay, mm. they're bipolar, or you could say they have multiple personalities. Whatever you want to say, um, yes, he definitely is a little bit bipolar. So, again, you know, th- there's some mental stuff that I believe stems from his past and also growing up in the streets. Mental trauma. I told you I sat with him. like, And a lot of the stuff, like, you know, that he wouldn't be able to process and feel as a regular human came from his upbringing. He never got mm. a chance to learn how to mourn. He, his, him and his mom had a really weird relationship. Him, you know, I was glad to see his mom on this on album, by the way. But him mm-hmm. and his mom has a real strange relationship. And if you hear how his mom parents him, you can see why he has that lack of love and empathy for other people. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall, the project, I actually really like it. You know, it's it's you see a different side of him. And I've always said his music is the way that he vents. And he tries to, like, you know, give himself therapy for what he's going through. So, you won't really see it in, like, some of the tweets or the posts, but you hear him, like, sing about it, and you're like, "Yo, damn, if you think like that, or if you went through that, that's some fucked up shit. You know, I I see a couple of his fans, they've been, like, critiquing him. They're like, it was a little bit too soft, because he's kind of getting a little sentimental about certain things. Um, And the reason why I said it was Cap, and he was a little bipolar, because... the deluxe is dropping this Friday. You know what I mean? Like, come on. Like, you're, you're dropping some new shit. The deluxe <laughs> dropping this Friday. You say you were never going to drop. Again, we all know th- that that is um, Smoke smoking Mirrors. Um, when, not only when I s- sat and spoke with him, but also when I listened to the project, like, I see someone who's evolving. And, you know, while I've seen it, you know, we, we're going to get into sales projections in a second. While I see people judging him, like, yo, is the number still going up? I see someone who I don't think he's really ever tried to make a studio album for commercial consumption. I feel like he just has a decent or pretty good-sized fan base that we now even discuss it on a show like this. He don't make single-type records. You get me? Like, if you listen to most of these songs, he's rapping about just his life. And maybe one's catchy, but he ain't really making anything that seems single-ready. Um. And I and I get into uh, the the numbers because he is actually still scheduled to be number one um, on the Billboard Hot One, well, the Billboard Top 200 album chart. Uh, last week, the baby officially debuted with 124,000. Right? We had uh, the weekend that was number two last week, Uzi Eternal Take, which was 54,000 sold. And my, uh, I was about to say my baby. Pause. A little bit. <laughs> my turn. Um, was at number five with 42,000 sold. So this new, this new week, we're going to have Young Boy be the number one album, and then we're going to have The Weeknd and like The Baby pretty much battling out for number two. But I will say this, just on a singles note, you know, we haven't talked about The Box in a while, and it had such a tremendous run, Roddy Rich, but Tootsie Slide, which did, like, dethrone The Box, mm-hmm. it got dethroned, like, the next week by by um, The Weeknd, which It's super interesting to me because I thought this was going to be one of those hotline blinks from Drake where it was going to stay at number one. It had a moment at number one, but like... Yeah, I mean, I I thought like even with that record,
1: I thought that even like with Tootsie Slide, it's like I get it, but at the same time, that's why I was just saying. It's like hotline hotline bling is... And I I got a chance to see hotline bling at the Summer 16 tour, right? And that was when he was floating around in a car and all of that shit. I just think Hot, Hotline Bling was such like a massive song. I don't think that Tucci Slide is like in that realm. Yeah, the, the content might be damn, well, the content isn't the same. But like the the this, the sonics of it. The sonics of it is damn near the same, but it's just not the same thing, you know. And I, I didn't think it was going to last as long as Hotline Bling did. But isn't Travis and Kid Cudi potentially on a run to make the number one as well?
2: um well they're supposed to have like 38 million streams um in in the week uh, i think it, sh- it should be a high debut but i'm not too sure if it's, it's gonna be number one but um regardless it's gonna be competing with the weekend blinding lights i think it's, it's, in a, it's in a conversation though so you know, depending on how these last two days of charting goes or just streaming it will determine where that falls on the charts but man again i like that song we reviewed it yesterday i like it <laughs> I like it. Like okay, we're cool. almost
0: out of time. So how about we end with this one? Um, obviously, a lot of these hit-for-hit uh, hit battles have been going down on Instagram. We talked about a lot of them. Diddy recently told uh, Fat John IG Live that there has been some talks about a battle um, between him and Dr. Dre. Would that be the greatest one yet? Wait, no, there's no way you could be jaded about this one. I was no, doing, no, But I, I can't I, even I, ever I, see Dre doing this on on Instagram Live.
1: No, I'm definitely I'm definitely tuning in for that. Um I, and that's the thing. I think that, you know, some of the battles the, the problem with the battle is is that everybody's just pitting everybody against each other. Where Swiss was saying, like, yo, it's versus of course there's a concept of competition, but it's really about appreciation for each party, mm-hmm. right? Now, when we see my man Teddy Riley make a couple of mistakes and mishaps, then it turns into this is and memes and all that other shit. But you were adding
2: is- to it, nigga. I
1: definitely did, nigga. Who, who wasn't laughing when that shit happened? Like, it was funny, but I'm just saying. It's like you know, I, I think that this is that that is great. That's up. That's the one that everybody would want to so see. So this Even, would be
0: the right matchup, right? Because that's been another thing. Some people we feel like are unfairly matched. Are Diddy and Dre good?
1: I don't know. Like that's the thing. I I wouldn't say that it's fair only because you know I feel like Diddy is an orchestrator when it comes to production. Diddy doesn't really touch the machine. Dre is an orchestrator and he touches the machine. I think that, like, yeah. Dr. Dre is in a space of a Quincy Jones. And not that Diddy isn't in those same type of conversations. I just think that because of Dr. Dre's skill set when it comes to touching the machine, it puts him a, It gives him a little slight edge on Diddy. You know, now now Diddy constructing records pr- production-wise, yeah, absolutely. I put him in there with Dr. Dre and the uh, shit. I feel like Swiss Beats got something to say as well. Pharrell, Kanye... All of those guys, but like, I don't know. I think that this gonna go with Dr. Drake favor easily.
2: Can I ask an obvious question? Is this just like songs? So, if, if we are imagine this happening 20 songs versus hit for hit, um, is, di- is it bad boy versus aftermath? It which means anything that came out, at, or more than even aftermath, death row aftermath, right? Like, anything that. Both of them had their hand in, whether it was signing or producing? Or is this maybe something where, where it's like, hey, something where, like, yo, you have a presence on the song. You either have production credit. Like, if this is so vague, and these two have been responsible for so many records being sold. The parameters is going to matter what counts and what cannot count. But I will say, though, I do have a favorite. My favorite is still Diddy overall, no matter what. Because for what Wayno gave Teddy Riley shit for, I think Diddy's gonna pull off. What I gave Teddy Riley shit for for the the attempted execution. Oh, you Diddy's a showman. Diddy's a shit. Exactly. Diddy's gonna go all the way out. Diddy is he is 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 a pristine and the top of the top presentation artist. So So the only
1: thing I feel about this whole entire thing act is that twenty songs from each of them is not enough. Like that. Like that's.
2: I I don't know how Like extended
0: battle. Yeah,
2: it's, like, nah, it's Nah, no, 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 hold on, hold on, man. Nah, yeah, we, we ain't going to get to the NBA finals and say let's play six quarters now. <laughs> they got to fit it in. They got to fit it in. They got to fit it in. Pause. But I do believe, like, it's going to be tough, but, I, you know, again, I think it, it's not only going to be a, a music celebration of both their legacy, their history, where, they, like, um, where they came from, right? Their ancestry just musically. But, like... It, it does showcase, which I think this is one of the things of the hit for hit that we don't really, like, acknowledge. It showcased, like, w- learning how to work on the fly. Like, yo, if, if I don't know, if, if Diddy plays all by the Benjamins or some shit, like, mm. how Drake reacts to that and what he plays in, 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 to counter that is actually, That's like, a, you get to see how killers. genius
1: they are. You get I mean, yeah, like, it's so, that's what I'm saying. There's so many records. There's so many, because I don't think, like, when, when I think of Dr. Dre, I think beyond Aftermath. Like, I don't even, not, not that I don't think of Aftermath as a, a company or a brand, but I'm just saying it's like, when I think Dr. Dre, I just think Dr. Dre. When I think Diddy, I do think Bad Boy, but Diddy's been involved in, so, in making so many records outside of just Bad Boy. Like, he executive produced Mary J. Blige albums. You know what I mean? Like, that's not on Bad Boy. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's so many records that he's worked on. It's just the names versus each other. That's why I'm like, damn, 20 songs between them two? I don't even know how, like, the pressure of them even having to put this shit together, how they going to do it.
0: Well, we could be wasting our time entirely right now because this is, right. of course, not confirmed. Dre's probably going to say, fuck out of here. <laughs> he has better things to do. Yo, nah, Ak, before we go. Nah, I think he'll do it, man. Really? Like, this he's very big. reclusive. I would be surprised. It would be great, but I would be surprised if he did we it. See, we see Lil Wayne doing uh, radio during this time. Like, We're in a time where, like, to be right. honest, even the
2: most reclusive people, they're bored as fuck. You get me? <laughs> and, and I do believe Dre, just like Diddy, they love hip-hop enough that... They'll do it. It, it. It's it's a once-in-a-lifetime thing. Let's be honest.
0: Mm. Yo, did you try to match the zippers on your sweater to your new uh, gamer chair? <laughs> Yo, on, I just man. noticed this shit is come like on. a little bit... The 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 little know, man. come on, man. Come on. Yo, come on, man. He's talking about a matching game,
2: man. It took out all the things. A bookie been giving itself. you some pointers. Come on, man. Nah, nah, you about put me in the Mary's, man.
0: Wait, is academic that don't dressed a on everyday struggle. Wayno,
2: Wayno, Wayno, he's putting me in the Mary's. Do not be upset. You Wayne's only max, he's never owned a pair of Mary's. I'm gonna get one. Might as well turn it, but still, I'm gonna get a pair. You feel me? You know, you, you, you know how um, you know how, uh, Meek said he could fit 80k in his mirrors? I don't know. Maybe I could fit, fit like $8, but still, <laughs> fuck it. I'm rocking Yeah, it's crazy, man.
0: Hey, man. Guys, thank you for watching Everyday Shrug. Please send us more questions. We're on Twitter at Everyday Shrug with two Gs. And we'll see you guys here tomorrow. What are we going to get the apartment tour in the disco? Stop playing. Not the apartment tour. The <laughs> mansion tour.